podcasts from the Cochrane Library, the latest evidence for healthcare decision making. In May 2022, Cochrane published the first version of an overview and network meta-analysis of interventions for heavy menstrual bleeding, which can affect 20 to 50% of people who menstruate during their reproductive years. There are a variety of treatments available, each with its pros and cons, and the best treatment is likely to depend on several factors, including age, desire to have children, personal preferences, and medical history. I'm Mike Clark, podcast editor for the Cochrane Library, and over the next four minutes, I'll outline the overview and what it found. The overview summarises the evidence from nine Cochrane reviews of the effects of treatments on bleeding reduction, satisfaction, quality of life, side effects and treatment failure. It also used a network meta-analysis to combine the data because this statistical method allows all the interventions to be compared at the same time to find out which produces the best results. The nine reviews included a total of 104 studies and nearly 12,000 participants and data from 85 trials with just under 10,000 participants could be used. The medical interventions compared were non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, antifibrinolytics, combined oral contraceptives, combined vaginal ring, long cycle and luteal oral progesterones, the levonorgestrel interuterine releasing system, ethanolate, danazol and placebo as a sham treatment. The surgical interventions were open, abdominal, minimally invasive, vaginal or laparoscopic, and unspecified or surgeon's choice of route of hysterectomy, resectoscopic, non-resectoscopic and unspecified endometrial ablation. The reviewers categorised the treatments based on the characteristics of the participants in the studies in the reviews, including their desire or intention for future pregnancy, failure of previous treatment or having been referred for surgery into first and second line treatment. First-line treatment included medical interventions and second-line included the levonorgestrel intrauterine releasing system plus surgical interventions, which means that the levonorgestrel intrauterine releasing system was included in both first- and second-line treatments. From the network meta-analysis, this system appears to be the best first-line option for reducing menstrual bleeding, with antifibrinolytics second-best and long-cycle progestogens third. However, because of some limitations in the evidence, we're not sure what the true effect of these first-line treatments is on the perception of improvement and satisfaction. For second-line treatments, even though it's made to surgery, hysterectomy appears to be the best treatment for reducing bleeding. A mesectoscopic endometrial ablation and non-mesectoscopic endometrial ablation are second and third best, respectively. We're uncertain about the true effect of the second-line treatments on amenorrhea, but the evidence suggests that minimally invasive hysterectomy results in a large increase in satisfaction. A non-mesectoscopic endometrial ablation increases satisfaction, but we're uncertain of the true effect of the other interventions. To conclude, although the reviewer's confidence in some of the evidence is moderate, it's low to very low for most of it. This is mainly because the studies were often not blinded, which means the participants knew which treatments they were receiving, which could have changed their perception, and the direct and indirect evidence was not similar enough to compare in the network. The range of results was also too wide. However, bringing all the Cochrane evidence together into this single overview should help people make more informed decisions and choices about the treatment for heavy menstrual bleeding. If you'd like to read it in full, it's online at cochranelibrary.com. If you search Cochrane Overview of Heavy Menstrual Bleeding, you'll see a link to it.